Welcome to this week's FFI Practitioner. I'm Jordan Rich, and I'm so pleased to be speaking with Rania Labaki, Associate Professor and Head of the Etic Family Business Research Center. Etic Business School is headquartered in Lille, France, with campuses in Paris, Nice, London, and Singapore. Rania is the 2020 recipient of the FFI Barbara Hollander Award, created to honor the founder and first president of FFI. First given in 1995, this award perpetuates Barbara's profound interest in family business and her love for education and lifelong learning. Rania, it's a pleasure to talk with you on the podcast and congratulations on winning this year's Hollander Award. Thank you, Jordan, for having me. It is absolutely a honor and also a dream come true recognition. So I was always uh, inspired, actually, by uh, Barbara Hollander. Her works, her early works, inspired me when I started doing my research on family business. And, uh, you know, while also attending uh, the FFI conferences and uh, seeing those great scholars and practitioners receiving that award, I was always, you know, impressed and inspired. And it's, yeah. It's really uh, great to, to receive that award. What particularly about Barbara is it that impressed you early and impresses you now? So in her early works, she really uh, highlighted uh, the uh, emerging field of family business in terms of um, different approaches and where the field should be going next. And her approach really appealed to me, mainly, you know, she was looking at the family business in a systems perspective, emphasizing a lot the family role, which uh, was missing 10 years later, actually, when I started doing my research. And also she emphasized the role of women in family business, which is also another topic dear to my heart. So uh, her approach and also her dedication, of course, to the field, yeah, we're, we're uh, very important sources of inf- inspiration to me. Right. Was this always something that you had hoped to do in your life and in your career? Or did you come to this after what a lot of us do, self-discovery when you're in school? Well, you know, I believe that uh, in life you need to seize opportunities uh, that come along. And uh, originally I was not, uh, you know, really interested, particularly in the family business field. I was born and raised in Lebanon and I got a scholarship to come to France and uh, there was a research center in my university, uh, University of Bordeaux in France, which was dedicated to that topic. And I got fascinated about it. And then I realized that I come myself from a family business, but that most of the research was not really dealing with the family aspect. You know, it was really more of the rational aspects, uh, the business dimensions. And I thought, you know, I want really to explore that topic further and uh, and learn more about how to better manage those family dynamics to be, to make businesses more successful. So that was the initial trigger. Mm-hmm. One of the overriding themes of all of you who are winning awards is you want to help. You want to help make people's lives better. Certainly the bottom line is important, but also the human part of that. Can you address that, why, why that's so important here? Yes, because, you know, family businesses have a very important role to play in the society and, you know, the economies worldwide. The tip of the iceberg uh, is always looked at, you know, just like the business dimensions. But, you know, the theories have really important gaps because they do not uh, explore how families behave in those businesses. And most of those businesses fail because of not addressing those family dynamics. So there is a real responsibility, let's say, as a scholar to try to understand how these processes work 
to help research, but also to help practitioners better advise those families and their family business management, and also educate the next generation to take over successfully. Triple approach, let's say, in terms of research, education, and practice. So many members of so many families might think, oh, this is just not necessary. We can figure this out ourselves. In a sense, they're operating in a bubble, and it's not their fault. It's the way systems are designed. Can you comment on the importance of practitioners, particularly today in a world that's that much smaller? Yes, you are absolutely right. Families are sometimes reluctant to open up and actually to seek help, right? But this is because those families started uh, uh, by entrepreneurs who took a lot of risks and who learned, uh, you know, on the spot. And sometimes they think that, you know, that they, they, you know, they went through so many difficulties, they will able to overcome family difficulties as well. It is important to help them increase their awareness about uh, the importance of being supported in the journey, you know, especially the succession journey. So that's, that's, uh, that's the key thing. But this requires also establishing trust relationships and uh, being perseverant and patient and also uh, helping for, as a scholar, and I'm also a practitioner, but I believe also as a scholar helping practitioners build um, better practices, which are more rigorous, and tell those family businesses that the advice they are receiving, you know, is scientifically based, and this will really make a difference for them. So I think it's um, it's a gap that we need to fill uh, in terms of perceptions and understanding between family business members, scholars, and practitioners. How are we doing in training the new generation of practitioners? So focusing on the practitioner's education, I believe that FFI has uh, has been a pioneer in that and uh, has really contributed a lot. And um, what is amazing is that FFI is really very concerned about the importance of research. And so there's a real collaboration with researchers mm. to bring the best uh, in terms of knowledge to, to practitioners. And in a way, you know, uh, the first FFI conference I attended uh, was back in 2009. I realized that there was a gap in language between researcher and practitioners. And that's why I decided at that time to enroll in a certificate of family business advising. You know, although I knew those foundations, but I thought it was important for me as a scholar to also speak the language and fill the gap. What's interesting about the work that you do and people in your field are, are all about is that for many or most, this becomes a lifetime commitment. That means you're giving a lot of your time and the family is accepting that. It's a pretty interesting relationship. Yes, because, you know, we are um, in the process of seeking the legitimacy of the field. Hmm. So uh, as scholars, we are struggling <laughs> and fighting for this legitimacy, you know, to create, uh, you know, um, dedicated courses on family businesses or education programs on family businesses, or even sometimes family business chairs or centers. So we need, you know, to, to enroll in this fight, but we also need to uh, to increase awareness uh, for family business members by organizing conferences which are friendly, user-friendly in a way. They don't feel completely disconnected because of the terminologies we are using. 
And also, you know, on the practitioner side, we need to speak the language, as I said previously. So we need to be very, very patient. Uh, and uh, this patience takes time. And uh, if we are really passionate and we believe that we can make this difference, which is actually indirect difference. So we, we are making an indirect impact on economies and societies by helping family businesses. You're from Lebanon originally, you're living in Europe and France, and I'm in the States, obviously. It seems to me that people are people anywhere. Are there more similarities in family businesses around the world than there are differences in the way they operate? Yeah, this is fascinating, actually. Family businesses have a lot of similarities all around the world, and I had the opportunities to to research and interviews like, like I think more than 250 family members around the world and lots of similarities, right? But at the same time, there are some cultural differences uh, in the way they express families, express emotions, in the way um, values are framed or enacted in the business, and uh, the way um, history is uh, transferred from one generation to the other. So these are like really slight differences, but they, they do exist. So practitioners need to take into account those cultural specificities while advising family businesses. Which again suggests that practitioners are more than just numbers people. These are counselors and advisors on a human level, which is something that is so important uh, in today's world, isn't it? Absolutely. And actually, uh, it is very important sometimes to have a multidisciplinary team of advisors, uh, you know, uh, supporting family businesses, because there are multiple issues that uh, can arise. And, uh, you know, practitioners do not necessarily wear multiple hats and have multiple types of expertise. So again, coordination is very important. And the human factor is actually all over. So we cannot uh, put it aside. What do you see as the future of education in this field, Rania? I think we should be leveraging uh, the digitalization, which is uh, increasingly uh, important today, and uh, open, um, open doors for family businesses from around the world to learn about family business. And also to use lots of different innovative and interactive methods to deliver that knowledge. Among the topics that should be absolutely included in any curriculum or program on family business, we need to focus on the family role. You know, whether it's a program on finance and family business, on strategy and family business, human resource management and family business, we need to include this emotional component of how family businesses, you know, should, um, should build on to be able to, you know, to have great outcomes. So um, just having this red thread of emotional and family role, so I think the future is about this. And I would like also, lastly, to emphasize the role of women in family business, which is very important, which has not been uh, researched thoroughly so far, and which is an important aspect also to include in, in education. So these are like two major things I would like to highlight. I'd love to conclude with a two-part question, uh, a little bit of help and advice from you since you're in such a position to give it. First advice for the families out there who are anchorless at the moment without any kind of outside help. What should they be looking for and thinking about if they decide to, to step in and, and have that help? What should they require? Uh, I think the most important um, thing they can start with is education. 
education is the key. So I really encourage them to either enroll in customized or short programs on family businesses where they can learn you know, about what other family businesses have gone through and they, how they manage their dynamics. They can also, you know, attend conferences uh, uh, where they meet other family businesses and, you know, just listen to the stories uh, from their peers. And also, you know, uh, listen to podcasts like, like this one. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Uh, yeah. And FFI is doing a great job in educating people around the globe. And the other part of my two-part question is, what advice inspirational advice do you have for those getting into the field of family practitioners? Because there are a lot of people considering this now, especially listening to you. What would you like to let them know? Personal experience is important, of course, but family businesses are complex systems. So uh, be curious, read, or get in touch with scholars to learn about what the research, you know, uh, is finding out in terms of you know, different uh, issues that their clients are facing, and also collaborate with other uh, practitioners. So collaboration among practitioners is key, but also bridging their knowledge with, with what the research is saying. You obviously love what you do. I can just tell you have a huge smile on your face, and I know you're excited about the award, but it sounds to me like you're very uh, much anticipating making family businesses work even better. So can't thank you enough, Rania, and congratulations once again from everyone at FFI. Thank you so much, Jordan. Thank you so much, Rania, for your comments on education, research, and the future of the field. If you'd like to learn more from Rania, she'll be co-presenting a session on ethical dilemmas of family business members and their advisors. That'll happen Wednesday, October 28th, as part of this year's virtual conference. For more on the awards and the 2020 virtual conference, please visit ffi.org. Thanks so much for listening. Have a wonderful day.